Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? No, you're not. And I'm not either. This has been a this has been a less than great week. Yes. For it's am, the real. I am masking my pain because this has been we're living in Donald Trump's America. This has been a less than great week for America. So for anybody who's looking for an escape, we hope that this podcast has been one and can continue to be one, especially when times are really dark. And today's episode, by the way, is not going to have a guest. It's just the two of us. So if we can provide any any laughs, we're happy to be here. And you want to know what? Honestly, if you're not looking for an escape, Mm -hmm. Eric and I will get on the phone with you and we will tell you all of our political views. Just spew them out for hours and hours and hours. Just well, if if we can do one of those like uh, Google Google phone calls so it doesn't really like affect my minutes, that would be great. Yeah. But I don't know how I don't know what your data plan's looking like. But Jeff is available. I'm available at all times. I will. That's. That's peak hours and off peak. Any, I mean, I don't have T-Mobile. All right, but um, you know, I have I have 350 minutes, and uh, and or, they're all for you. Or jump on Facebook because Jeff is you very. Want, the, no one calls me except for mom. So Jeff Jeff is very available on Facebook to make his opinions known. I also made my opinions known on Facebook. Um, Jeff, can I read something that I wrote uh, on Friday? It'd be sort of shitty if I said no, right? What are you gonna say? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Uh, this was written on Friday, November 11th. Uh, that would have been our father's 74th birthday. During this insane week where everything's been thrown up into the air, I've been thinking about dad a lot. He used to yell at the TV when Bush and his team were in office, and if he was around today, he might have thrown the TV into the ocean. But more than that, when considering what an American leader is in 2016, I think back to my dad. He worked hard for his salary, made sacrifices for his children, was an equal and supportive partner to my mom, gave time and money to so many charities, was extremely well-read, traveled the world, loved the arts, coached Little League, volunteered for the PTA, used his spare time to teach new Americans at our local community college, and so much more. He was the best version of an American man. I was by his side when we went knocking on doors and making phone calls in Columbus, Ohio for John Kerry in 2004 and remembered the dead silent, very long drive back to New York after that election did not go our way. I also remember celebrating with my parents when Barack Obama was sworn into office in 2008. Today, I celebrate the American man my dad was, the morals and values he instilled in me, and the potential he saw in this country. I believe America is much less Donald Trump and much more Steve Rosenthal. We fight on in his name. I also wrote something on Facebook. Would you like to read it right now? Uh, yes. Okay, go ahead. Happy birthday, Jenna. Happy birthday, Jenna. Yeah. And with that, Jeff, should we get into this episode, which is powered by all of our listeners' questions, texts, tweets, Instagrams, uh, Facebook messages, and snaps, and did anyone ever tell you any questions in person? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. I, I don't have any in-person friends. Well, let's get into this episode. When do you think, Jeff? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Got Your Bitch Streaming, a.k.a. Real Player. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Fuck Bitches, a.k.a. Dog Pound. Yeah, and this is a waste of time with this, the real. So we're going to do a little something different today. Yes. 
No third guest. No, no third guest. No first guest, no second guest. No guest. Right. And that's not because we're lazy in booking. It's because it's our one and a half year anniversary. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So, <laughs> shouts to us. We should let the people at home know that this is being broadcast on three different cameras, as always, at fullscreen.com slash it's the real. And what's the best part of fullscreen.com? You can get into it real easy. <laughs> you should go there because you'll get a full month free, right? Yeah. And you, you can sign all, up. Yep. You can also see the inside of our apartment. You can see all of our episodes a week earlier than you would otherwise. That's a cool thing. Yeah. That's a really cool thing. I feel like people uh, don't give that part enough credit. Go to fullscreen.com. It's like an exclusive. Listen to us a week early. All right. So we have 56 questions sent in. Okay. From all over the internet and and beyond. Okay. Shout out to the internet. Shout out to the internet. Yes. The internet doesn't get enough credit. No. Today, though. Today, though, they do. It's all about the internet. But we have 56 questions. We're not going to answer them all, probably. Okay. Maybe we will. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. But anyway, we're going to start from the beginning. What is the coolest experience the podcast has gotten you both? Or have you gotten sex from the podcast? This comes from Davey in the Cut on Snapchat. (laughs) First question? Yeah. First question, have you gotten sex from the podcast? Absolutely not. I'd like to really be just honest right now and say that the best experience of this podcast has been the fact that full screen changed our whole apartment over. Because for the longest time, we were living in a white-walled box box with... uh, no curtains, no, no, no nothing lighting. hanging on the yeah. walls except for the TV. It was real, real grim it, in here. Someone called it the trap house. Yeah. Uh, when Gunplay came over. Right. When Gunplay came over, his manager, Young Sav, who uh, everyone should know from that episode with Young Sav and Steve-O, asked if this was the trap house. And we're like, well, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, what's the coolest experience? I don't know. Uh I feel like meeting just, like, different people, having, like, interesting conversations with everybody has been awesome. Um, what? So it's, a, it's a real answer. It is. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for the aesthetic, and you're here for the... Uh... Yeah, for the substance. That's Sorry. right. Yeah. All right. Um, next one comes from Mike on Snap. Uh, can we get a Joe Budden episode part two? Why not? Sure. Yeah. Joe Budden part two. So Joe Budden showed up actually when this place was just real bare and yeah. sad and everything. And we had a great episode with him. He has an awesome podcast called I'll Name This Podcast Later. Yeah. We have a lot of friends who work and worked on that. I feel like we can get Joe back because we're the one place that does not have an issue with him. That's right. So I think that we're good. We're the one podcast he has not stormed off the setup. <laughs> All right. Dakota's on Snapchat says, how many AKAs do you think of throughout the week? Uh, one. <laughs> we, yeah. try, we try to just do what we're asked uh, to do. Yeah. So, AKAs are hard enough to, like, come up with in the first place. Because but also, we're doing, like, 40,000 other things, like, yeah. breathing. Right. Well, no, we, we, have, <laughs> we have music out. We have music videos to do. We have the podcast to do. We have... We're doing all the promo ourselves. I'm trying to talk to the people at the grocery store. You the, know. Right. There's a lot. A yeah. lot that goes into all this. And to think of AKAs and be clever and stay above and beyond what people expect of us... It's a lot. Right. I'm not working for free. No. <laughs> and by the way, we try not to repeat anything, too, which is, like, really right. difficult. So if there's, like, a funny theme. Yeah. There was one, like, uh, that I thought of. Recently that yeah. I did, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. so disappointed. I you was were just like, like I was like, so yo, ready? God body, a.k.a. wafer cracker. And you were just like, I already did that. Yeah. Done. And it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Shout out to me. Um, all right. Best advice you'd give someone when it comes to promoting your content, one from each of you. Okay. Um, this comes from live from 631 on Instagram. 
Do, what, 631 is what? Like Long Island? Is I that feel right? like it's Long Island. Long Island? Shout out to Long Island. We don't have a research department. No, no, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're from 631, leave call a comment. Us. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, whatever. So, all right, Jeff, how, how would you tell people to promote their content online? Uh, don't be annoying. I feel like that's like a big thing. Uh, but I, I do think that like the genuine answer is you have to personalize your emails, you know, write a good email you know yeah like this idea of like bothering people via twitter is terrible it's just bothersome and i'll right. ignore it and you know that you stand no chance of getting on our blog and or website right you i know? think yeah and Anybody... first of all do your research know what we are because the craziest thing is when people hit us up and they're just like oh can i get on your blog and or website i love it and it's like you know nothing about us you know that our thing is strictly for our content only well also people hit us up to be like yo can i get on the real Wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, yeah, do your research. Uh, know what you're talking about. Also, come at things with a different perspective. Like, don't just do what everyone is doing. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, have good content. Have fire content. Don't have trash content. That's right. All right, the next question comes from, there's only one beer left on Instagram. Great, Great name. name. Great name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood? Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Next Great question. Name, terrible question. Um, who's a rapper? Wait, what's his name again? There's only one beer left. You suck. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening and/or watching on fullscreen.com. <laughs> uh, who's a rapper you thought would blow up but did not? This comes from Alex H Selby on Twitter. Uh, I would say I thought the cool kids were going to be way bigger than Drake. <laughs> So yeah. I, I uh, I'm real proud of that fact. We Thought went that... to a we went to a concert at SUNY Purchase Purchase College up in Westchester because yeah. this is in like 2008, something like that. I think. And the Cool Kids and Drake were performing, and you you did say you thought the Cool Kids would be better than Drake. Well, not bi- better, uh, bigger, bigger, bigger than Drake. Yeah. That that didn't. Work I think out. I'm right. I'm so glad you didn't put money on that. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Um, I'm sure there's lots of people that that we thought would be bigger. I mean, I suppose you could say Charles Hamilton. We thought would be bigger. I mean, he was he was like rapping with Kanye and Game and uh, someone else, right? What? There's a video of them all rapping together. Oh, you remember nothing? I, I remember lots of things. When did you stop remembering remember. things? That's my question to you. 2007. It was uh, right before I saw the Cool Kids and Drake. <laughs> um, all right. What is that? Oh, all good. Are you getting like emergency Wait, calls? Like, cause then you shouldn't turn it off. I know. No, you know what's really cool though. Uh, our brother Dan went to the Apple Store to get an iPhone Seven, which is not the cool part. That's like the the <laughs> unfortunate part, right? Because he Pretty lost cool. all of his his headphones and all that. Yeah. Uh, well, now he doesn't have any. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're waiting there forever, and you just watch these screens with the same loop of like Apple propaganda, and I buy into it <laughs> because I'm on Team Apple. So. But I'm watching, and you know the the wearables. It, it's not a part of my life, right? And I don't know that it needs to be a part of my life. But I'm watching it, and they have. And this hopefully this never happens. But if you need a 911 call, you just like hold the side button for three seconds, and if you're anywhere in the world, it will call your local 911, and it will alert all your emergency contacts. That's awesome. So shout out to Apple for that. Just don't like getting an Apple Watch, but yeah, dope. If you have Jay-Z on your podcast, which AKA do you use at Tony Siv? 
Okay, so now we've broken our promise to do just one AKA every week, but uh, I would do something like, Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA, oh, I got to think of the names. Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA Nicholas Cage, Sean Connery, and Ed Harris, AKA Rock La Familia. That's really Boom. good. That's really good. Thank you. I'm not doing one. No? no? <laughs> I'm not going to top it. So it's just gonna be, like, it was going to be a rock pun, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. Uh, there we go. What, rock pun? No, no, no. Yours is good. Yeah, no, that's is, what I'm no, saying. Yeah, yeah. We should move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. How does one pull out? I've heard this many times before, but I can't understand the concept. At Tidiologist. You're a moron, number one. No, you just... No, first of all, you don't pull out. You have the baby. There you go. <laughs> Secondly... father... So, uh, <laughs> like, how long ago was this? On the audio side. So, obviously, you can watch this on fullscreen.com slash it's the real. But on the audio side, on SoundCloud and iTunes, the podcast company that runs that put they, out... They meant to put our episode in for, like, to load it for iTunes and SoundCloud and all these different places. What they ended up doing was they put some other podcast on there which was about it was, was obgyn issues yeah. <laughs> and so all these people started hitting us up thinking that it was like a joke and it was like a bit that we would end be like hey and that was it's the real <laughs> but really like people people kept listening for like a good 10 minutes yeah like just to hear and some were like yo we're, we're really learning something also a lot of people were just like not as funny as as, as a normal podcast also apparently i went to to college with one of the girls who hosts the show. Yeah, and the girls are both from that MTV show, Laguna Beach, so. What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, all of it is weird. The whole thing's weird. What means being real to you? This comes from ZZCORZZ. What Guys, means being real to you? First of all, all these Twitter names have to, like, you know, improve. <laughs> One more beer left. <laughs> what means being real to us? Yeah. Uh when we started doing this, when we started doing It's the Real back in 2006, we were going like door to door vibe and double XL and AOL and all these different places trying to sell what the show would be. And we had we made these amazing pamphlets that were we called them playbooks and they were like they were like football playbooks. And we had all these uh, the art was all football playbook, you know, related and everything talked about what being real was and. Kanye could be real and Missy Elliott could be real and Eve could be Eve real. Eve could be real. Jeezy. And they're all real in different ways. They all yep. use real in their lyrics. And we were like, well, we are the definition of real. So whatever that means, it means. Obviously, it didn't work for Vibe or XXL or AOL or. No, AOL bought it. AOL didn't buy it. AOL was like, we'll give you a shot. Yeah. And then they were just like, we're good. Thanks. Yeah. So. Well, they went means, out of business. What means being real to us? Authentic. Don't, you know. You know, no, just no, you sound like a, a Gap commercial. Like, what, be, <laughs> what means being real to me? I don't know. You know, like just being myself. And yeah. it's like you're like, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, favorite pieces of hip hop apparel, like Woo Wear, Rough Riders, etc., that you had growing up. This comes from Ace Like Boogie. Did we have? I wore all Abercrombie. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have like the triple XL. Interestingly enough, is probably hip hop related now. Yeah, like, whatever rapper is gonna wear Abercrombie and Fitch really is killing it in 2016. I disagree. Uh, actually, shout out to us, Dave Matthews bands. Go watch that video with Abercrombie and Fitch. Right. 
Next question. All right. <clears throat> is your brother just treated like a third wheel or like invisible when you are all out in public together? This comes from Real Sam Williams on Twitter. No. <laughs> Talking about Dan? No. He's our photographer. <laughs> He's our assistant. Dan, go get us something. Yeah. Uh, um, no, Dan is pretty much like, I feel like Dan's a star when we're out. Like people care more about Dan. They're like, oh my God, and you're the third one. Yeah. There was one point, by the way, you are going to hear in a second... Willie vacuuming outside because Willie's the only one who does his job. Shout out to Willie. Shout out to Willie. So what was the question? What's Dan like out in public and how is he received? Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As you said, Dan's a star. I think there's something to be said about not being part of the crew and then like you, you know, as far as like you see on this podcast. Right. And then like you get a chance to see him. It's like there's well, no. three of you. But like when we had... um. We did the Yolono tour, which was we had two shows in one night. We called it You Only Live One Night Only. We mm -hmm. called it a tour because we were like, well, it's two shows in one night, and we sold it out. And we brought a million people out on stage, and it was great. And so Dan was off stage, and he was, like, calling Bun B to get him to come through, like, off the um, plane and everything. And people thought Dan was our manager. People thought because he was Dan, wearing a suit. Yeah. Also, one time we went with our friend Shinsuke. We, Shinsuke was between jobs, and we brought him to RCA because we had a meeting there. And he was like, he came in, and the guy at RCA was like, "Is this your lawyer?" And we're like, "No, why?" And he's like, "Because he's wearing a scarf." And we're like, <laughs> "This is why the record business is failing." So, RCA. Yeah. Shout out to Scarves. That's right. Scarves, the new uh, sponsor of this podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Hang on. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's let Willie do his work. Next question is, I saw you on Lenny S.'s Snapchat last night. You did. What were your costumes for so, Halloween? So, last night was uh, Lenny S. and Lala Anthony's Halloween party. It's been going eight years strong. Yeah. We were invited. By the way, 50 Cent tweeted it out with the RSVP email on there. So, we were expecting the worst line zoo. ever. We were yeah. just like, this is going to be terrible. Uh, we did put a lot of thought into our costumes. Well, because costumes are mandatory. Yeah, costumes are mandatory or else you don't get in. We're not Halloween people. No. Like, like, we did it when we were kids and then we were just like, whatever. So this year, though, to get into Lenny S and Lala's party, mm -hmm. your costume was... Well, you had two options. Right. Well, all right. So a few years ago, there was a girl who tattooed Drake on her forehead the um, word, in, the word yeah, Drake. Yeah, like in big letters. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just write Drake on my forehead. And then... Which would have been funny, but what what would you have used? Like, <laughs> I mean, it would have been permanent marker. Permanent marker, yeah. yeah. No, because then today I would be sitting here and it would be Drake on my forehead. Right, which um, again, might be funny. Maybe I should have gone method and I should have just really tattooed, yeah, tattooed it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I ended up going with, um, I got a sweatshirt and I wrote, um, the. I, I feel like the scariest thing I could think of for Halloween. Yeah. So I did um, someone who likes Instagram posts 42 weeks later. Yes. And so... Don't, um, here's some advice for people. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't I, got do a, I got a lot of Instagram love for it. So <laughs> shout out to me. Yours I, was a lot of work. Mine was a lot of work and very, very, very well received. Um, yeah. 
I had two thoughts as well. My first thought was to dress up as Lenny S. I was like, I'm going to get a, a Rock Nation hat, a denim jacket, right. a camera, and uh, and just do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? You also have to be like, <laughs> I, I like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that, that, luckily I didn't do that because someone else did that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you good don't job. Wanna, you don't want to be the second Lenny S. You don't. You don't, you don't want to be the third Lenny S, really. Yeah. Uh, so instead... I got a red T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I drew a little boat on there, a little sailboat. Boat. Named it the SS Ebro, mm-hmm. and had Estelle braid my hair with red beads. How long did it take? Forever. Yeah. And I was Lil Yachty. And and oh, I got white sunglasses. Yeah. Which I you, mean, that, which you talked me into. That yeah. really sold it, right? Mm-hmm. And I walked in there, and the place went nuts. Yeah, especially when they played Lil Yachty songs. It was great. It yeah, was great. they were they were like, oh, yeah, Lil Yachty, Lil but Boat. Were you mad that there was a second Lil Yachty that showed up late in the party? Not mad. Uh, I respect his hustle. I know that my costume was better because mm-hmm. he just had the hood over with like some red beaded braids. Yeah, uh, I went full out, mm-hmm. and also. When we were asked, Mac Wilds asked us to take a picture together, me and other Yachty, Yachty Jr., mm-hmm. and second Yachty. Wow. Yeah. Some shit. Junior Yachty. That's yeah. what it is. Wow. Yeah. I know that I looked better, so shout out to me. Uh, I will say there was nobody else who was an internet creep last night, um, outwardly. One of one. Yeah, so original. Who else was there last? Serena Williams was there. That was dope. Diani. Uh, was dressed up as Serena Williams. Yeah, she's Scotty Beam. Uh, she works for Hot 97. She was dressed up as Serena Williams, and she met Serena Williams. Who else was there? Dave East was in the building. Yeah, he performed. Um, Mano was in the building. Mano and all of his friends came through with like the matching like face paint. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Drum was there. Drum was there. What, what was Drum dressed up as, though? I don't know, but he really liked my costume as well. Yeah, so... so. well. Yo, you should have taken a picture with him as Yachty. I know, but he he bounced. Also, here's the other thing. So I got my hair braided for this with the red beads. Yeah. A lot of pomade. Mm-hmm. And you guys were doing it at the restaurant. I know. At, at, <laughs> di- at dinner. It started out here. Then we had to go eat. Then we didn't want to be late because 50 tweeted about this. And we were like, great. We're yeah. going to. So I had my hair braided. And I knew we had the podcast today. And I was like, am I going to. I'm I'm willing to do that for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we're going to meet up with ASAP Rocky later, and I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm just trying so <laughs> hard. So. This is, this is this is the new me. That's, yeah. White sunglasses. Yeah. And that was from Ashley on air. I don't know if I said that. All right. All right. Uh, when will you have me on as a guest? This comes from B Makes Music and also Jason's Vision and a bunch of other people. Uh, do something cool. Yeah. Get on our radar. <laughs> All right. Who was the new Lady Gaga artist Wale was talking about on the new episode with Sherry Bryant? This comes from name? My Name is Ish from Toronto. What was, uh, what was her name? That was Tierra Thomas. Tierra Thomas, who ended up signing with Division One, which is Rico Love's label. And yeah. And that didn't work out. We saw Listen, them perform live. I listened to her new song today. It sounds dope. Shout out to Tierra Thomas. We've never met her. I would love to have her on here sure. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, she, I just think she's dope. Yes. I would like my 5%. Because <laughs> you yeah, are I'm a boss. boss. Um, all right. Since you and I spend so much time together, what do each of you like to do as a hobby or interest that doesn't involve the other person? This comes from the real Kieran. I like to watch Gold Rush on Discovery Channel. Yeah, I don't fuck with Gold Rush. It's a great show. It it's, is. It's fine. I it's, enjoy it. It's There's a an engineering show. aspect to it. It's a reality show about gold. It's great. Yeah. It's great. You should watch it. We can watch it together. 
I guess that's the one major difference. <laughs> um, no, uh, Eric watches sports more than I do. Um, I read. Yeah, that's right. I don't read. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric is the unlearned one, <laughs> watching reality shows about gold. <laughs> And I'm the one that's sitting in my room doing, uh, you know, studies. Shout out to full screen because when we do my show up in the Alaskan <laughs> frontier, you guys are all invited. So this comes from Steel Tip Dove. I don't know if you saw this conversation yesterday. You might have. But there was a whole thing online about uh, when someone sends you a text. Yeah, this is. So this is dumb. <laughs> is it a red receipt or is it a read receipt? It's a red receipt. Obviously. As in like past tense. You yeah. have read it. It has gotten to your phone and you have read it. It is a red receipt. Wow, you're getting pretty mad about it. Well, because it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about I, it. I don't want it in my life. Talk about it. you brought it into this kitchen. <clears throat> Actually, that's Steel Tip Dove. All right. Do you have any potential guests in mind that worked closely with Star Trek Entertainment? This uh, comes from Cell underscore three. We already had Cypher Sounds on. Yeah. We had Steve Carlos on. Right. We would love to have Pharrell on. That'd be great. So, yeah. Short answer, yes. We do have someone in mind. Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Can you help us get him? Yeah. Um, all right. Thoughts on Vine shutting down? This comes from Greg Brown. I actually, at first, I was like, oh, who cares? Like, I haven't, I never used Vine. It's a, you know, reminds me of 2014. And then when everybody started posting all the Vines, I was like, oh, right. It's pretty considerable. But yeah. more, I think more for, like, the found ones, right? As in the people who would take a loop of something cool that has been done authentically and naturally. Right. Not like necessarily yeah, putting I don't on a like, show for Vine. I don't like Vine comedians because I feel like they're all sociopaths. Didn't you see them? Like I feel like any Vine comedian who like runs up and smacks somebody in the face and it's like, oh, hilarious. It's like, no, you're you're just an asshole. Right. Didn't you see like... With a, a pie in your hand. Didn't you see a Vine comedian in like Central Park like being mobbed by Yeah, there was like fans? some meetup and I, there were like three Vine comedians who like finally were out in the wild or something and there were just like thousands of kids just running and i was like whoa wait is like, the i don't understand is this the at all. why you always lying kid is that vine or is that uh like how did you get famous is that instagram no that was vine it was vine well yeah there you go that guy did it yeah and listen there are there were some when when people started posting like all the funny like the funniest vines i was just like i sat there in my bed for like an hour and a half just watching every single one. They're only six oh, seconds long. That's, so that's the difference a lot between us, too. I, I don't sit in my bed and watch vines happen or whatever. Vines don't just happen. <laughs> who's, um, your, who's your favorite vine artist? My favorite vine artist is um, the kid who put the two plastic spoons over his head, over his eyes, and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you just found me blocking out the haters. <laughs> <laughs> that kid his face looks like a thumb does he <laughs> does he ever get in the wilds do you ever see him in central park first of all i don't go out in central park like in search of all these people there there are vine artists among us <laughs> fine artisans um artisans. all right yeah <laughs> all right uh favorite cameron skit ever this comes from i love sean That's 5000 very easy the one he did with us that's a good one. That was the best skit ever. Well, we, I have a different answer, but yeah, keep going. Okay, we call uh, when we did sketches back in the in the early part of our career. Mm -hmm. Once rappers started getting involved, we had to sort of like you know expand our minds and do funny sketches with them that they would be into. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joe, shout to Joey Ie, 
Joey IE came up to us in SOBs and was like, do you want to work with Cameron? And we're like, yes. Like, what kind of like dream is this? And so we thought of an idea to do a call-in talk show called Letters to Cam. Mm -hmm. And it was like Hey Slay's talk show where it's just like a bunch of jail bars closing. And and gunshots and like just. It's like the hardest show out there. Yeah, so he's like. So he comes off as hard in the, in the very beginning. He's like, let's go to our first caller. It's from it's from Harlem. Shout out to Harlem. And then it's a gentrified situation with a, a high school white girl, high school aged white girl. Yeah, asking him about Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. And all, all this stuff. And Cam <laughs> is hilarious in it. You should check it out. It's still on YouTube. Yeah. Called Letters to Cam. Yep. And that, w- that was the best, I think. I mean, Period. Yeah. That was great. I would say also a second runner up or possibly first. I don't mm-hmm. know. People need to look this up. Cam went to a grocery store. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's him and his friend and this girl. And this girl, (laughs) they they were ostensibly shopping for food. (laughs) Right? Sure. That's the idea? You go to a grocery store and shop for food. That's what the one does. They happen to watch this girl... She put a, a, a Hellman's jar between yeah. her butt cheeks. Like she wasn't wearing any underwear. And she's running up and down the <laughs> aisles of this grocery store with the mayonnaise jar just like up there. Right. But I not w- like like not inside. But like <laughs> it's held between her cheeks. I wish Yeah, please. W- it's not disgusting. I wish there was <laughs> like an easy name to search for this, like letters to Cam. <laughs> it's probably just like Cam grocery store, mayonnaise jar, right. girls' butt cheeks. Holding a, this is a lot of search terms. Yeah, but I'm sure you can find it. This is why at the beginning of the full screen videos it says like TV mature. <laughs> oh, does it say that? Yeah. All right. So anyway, next question. Shout out to Cam. Yeah. Trying to get Cam on the podcast. Yeah. By the way, can we talk about how Cam will reach out, and yeah. he'll like he'll hit up Eric and be like, "I want to do something with Jeff." It's like great. Am I? <laughs> Eric's my manager. My your, your, your manager. All right. This next one comes from Bambo Slice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who says, how's business? Booming. booming. Yeah, business is booming. Great. Um, all right. Actually, did you see... Uh, who showed us Who showed us the Instagram last night of Ben? Did Jason Davis show us that Instagram? Yeah, Jason Davis did. Shout out to Jason Davis. Ben, uh, Ben Kicks, Benjamin <laughs> Kicks, who, you know, Khaled made famous by uh, putting on his Snapchat. And then, I mean, by kidnapping him. And then, yeah. So Ben sells shoes. He's 18 years old and he's a millionaire, gazillionaire, whatever. Yeah. Out of Miami. And he sells shoes on his website. And he was Khaled's, like, shoe dealer for a time. Not anymore. <laughs> ben had a big profile in, like, New York Magazine. Great for Ben. And Ben's doing very well. He works with Puff. He works with, like, a lot of, of athletes and everything. And so Ben created the thing you know how's business booming with Khaled right and so Ben last night was on a plane had the whole aisle to himself right had the whole road to himself and had all the tray tables down I don't know if they were flying or landing or taking off or whatever right but laid out in no like particular order was just a whole bunch of Yeezy yeah the 350s boosts. yeah yeah like the new ones, the ones with the orange that say like supply 350. Yeah. And Jason, just like thrown on there. Yeah. Like that's like a cool stunt. And Jason was just like, yo, why isn't he in first class? <laughs> but beyond that, the greatest thing that you said was that because he, he had this look on his face, Ben did, where he was just so just hurt 
Yeah. Well, he's suffering from success. Poor Ben. Yep. Why aren't you on the Player FM app? This comes from Young MA Alive. I don't know. Talk to my manager, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. One rapper you'd like to see make a major comeback uh, now, uh, Brian Hasty. A major comeback? Who's, yeah. Who's, like, not been around and really... It, honestly? <clears throat> okay. Here's, here's something. If 50 Cent and Ja Rule decided to put on a show at Madison Square Garden, would you go to it? Yes. Would you guys go to it? Yes. Yes. Great. The answer is yes. We're all going. So, 50 and Ja Rule. Yeah, I would like to see 50 make a comeback. That'd be great. Yeah. I know he's recording new stuff. I know there's a new tape on the way. Shout out to 50. Erica Ramirez asks, how do I become an intern? Is it a paid internship? So, first of all, Eric is an adult. (laughs) She has her own magazine. She's yeah. doing very well. Um, how did she become an intern? I don't know. I know that our last intern stole stuff from us. Well, our I- only intern, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, we gave him so much, so many opportunities, and he was a friend of the family. This is yeah. it's very like disheartening. And those things were like a book and uh, I think supply like they were pens. Yeah. yeah. Like, he did what what any other person at a normal job would do, which is steal, like, supplies. No, but, like, the problem was... Meanwhile, so we, this is not a money-making operation. Yeah. So, we um we had Dave here, and the whole thing was that, like, he was in high school. Yep. He's from Greenwich. And we were like, yo, um, we need you to go down to the Lower East Side. We need you to pick up some daishikis. Correct. We need some daishikis for, like, a sketch that we're going to do. Right. And Dave was like, my mom doesn't want me to get on the subway by myself. So Eric and I went with him. So, yeah. So anything, and so everything that he did, we had to do with him. It really was a backwards. It, we were not good. Like, we were just like, oh, we need you to run the Facebook page. And then we would run it with him. Yeah. We taught him about Tumblr. We talked about hip hop. Like, yeah. all of it. It's just a bad situation. Anyway, so be better than Dave. Yeah. If you can ha- just, like, know one thing sort of well, that'd be cool. Hashtag better than Dave. Also, <laughs> we do get hit up, like quite often for internships and we're just we are in a space where we need interns and then we're also not so we don't want to have someone just like hanging around ready to take supplies so yeah we don't need more people in our apartment we already have we aren't too many yeah looking at all of our cameramen (laughs) (laughs) and very little pens in here so i don't know if you guys have taken any but um all right if it could be like a share type of thing that'd be cool the obvious question, what's your favorite AKAs of 2016? This is from Shot by the Robot. Do you have one? My favorite one is um, Gimme Lil Head, AKA Zika Virus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which you held off a couple weeks just yeah. to be like... I didn't know if it was offensive. I still can't really tell. <laughs> Mine was... Leave a comment. If it's offensive, right? I'll take it back. Mine was... Uh... Whippin' Farins, a.k.a. Indiana Jones. Yeah, which you later used as a lyric. I did, because it was so good. I was so happy with that. Yeah. And uh, it's people's favorite lyric uh, Yeah, on the new song Dave Matthews Bands. Go watch that video on YouTube.com slash It's The Real. All right. Who's better, Phil Collins or Billy Joel? This comes from Ray Rodriguez. First of all, shouts to Ray on his upcoming wedding. Yes. Ray's a great dude. We've known yeah. him for a lot of years. A very loyal listener. A very loyal uh, It's The Real proponent yeah we've met him twice oh you know what he's probably from the 631 maybe he's from 56 516 i don't know where's 631 i think that's long island it might be again let us know (laughs) hit us up at it's the real fans everywhere including long island who's better billy joel or phil collins yeah phil collins right 
Uh, yeah, I was yeah. Gonna, yeah. I thought we were going to argue about no, it. No, Phil Collins. All right. Also, one time we tried to get Phil Collins on a song, and we still have the song, and it's pretty great. Uh, it was Valentine's Day themed, and we did reach out through Craig Kalman at Atlantic Records, and he pushed it to Phil. And that was right around the time that Phil Collins gave an interview where he was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> he was like, I'm retiring from singing. This came out like right after we had sent the song. It, you know, Craig was just like, I'll see what I can do. Like, sounds funny. Yeah. And, and then a week later, it's it just like, like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm living in Switzerland. Yeah. And I hate life. <laughs> and then the other thing was the reason that we didn't put out the song even without him, because it would have been funny either way. But yeah. we were like, my, my concern was I was like, it's too Lonely Island. Okay. I think it's I think it's better. Yeah. Shout out to Phil Collins. And Phil Collins is making a comeback right now. So I think he's over that whole death thing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Phil, if you're listening or watching on fullscreen.com. As long as you're not dead, Phil Collins, like that's let's, that's pretty Let's make cool. it happen. It's a collaboration. Glad that you're doing fine and you're yes. not dead. Yeah. This comes from Javi Fuego. Shout out to Javi. Javi like. Javi like. Do you think it was an advantage growing up near New York City? Do you think you could have had the same career if you grew up in a more remote place? I don't know if he means like Fallujah. Yes. But we well, let's answer that question. Yeah. Could you have done this if we grew up in Iraq? No. All right. No. But um, yes, yeah, of course it was an advantage to live near the city. Yeah. And we could never do any of this if we didn't live in the city, so Right. But yeah. I think that like the internet has like flattened the world in a way that like now it's easier to do what we well except the whole like having actual we can't run and like do a, a sketch with Cameron if we're living in Fallujah unless you know bookings in Dubai yeah go yeah. get then just you have to hit cam yeah all right Casey McAdams shout out to Casey well she spells it with a V instead of an A okay but how did you come up with your name why are there no spaces or apostrophes <laughs> does that confuse people no, at this point, it does not confuse people, I don't think, right? Yeah. They know we are It's the Real. Yeah. I feel like we've never had anybody confused about our name, and we've never brought it up. Yeah. And so... um, Why would you ask that, Casey? Yeah, that seems like a weird question. Yeah. All right, these ones come from Jenna Luckman. These are three questions. Shout out to Jenna. Who was the most intoxicated, high, or drunk guest? Uh, well... There's a couple. The Migos yeah. were very intoxicated. Currency smoked in the bathroom. Oh, Currency did smoke in the bathroom. And then we gave him fruit roll-ups. Who? Oh, Drom was very high. Drom was really high. In a great mood, though. Such a good mood. Yeah. Fatrell? Oh, Gunplay. 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 Oh, no, 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 but you want to know what? No, he was... He was straight? He was, yeah, he, okay, was, gotcha. he was clean. Okay. If we had met him, maybe like, you know, None of this is earlier. incriminating, right? No. Yeah. Which guest... Ty dollar sign. Ty dollar sign. So Ty, just to Ramel for the yeah. for the uh, the good memory the layup on that. Yeah, Ty dollar sign. The only time someone has asked just to like get up and go to the bathroom or the piss cup, as he referred to it. Yeah, and I was like, yo, anybody who calls it a piss cup smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> like that's like yeah, <laughs> he knows a little something about drug testing. I would I would never call it the piss cup. I'd never be like, oh. I got to go use the piss cup. Like, <laughs> I, is it cooler is it, now? Maybe it's cooler. Just to say that? I don't know. Like, should, we, should we try it just for now on? It sounds so unnatural coming from me. Yeah, well, where's the piss cup at? <laughs> it just sounds so... <laughs> no. Which guest was the least like you'd expect them to be when you talked in real life? Uh, I would say Travis Scott. I feel like we've answered this question before. Travis Scott, we, oh, yeah. we thought that he was going to be like crazy. 
Um, we'd we had only we, we he had only done one interview before us. That's what you get when you listen to people. Just have people on your podcast and make up your own mind. Yeah. Right? No, but Travis was awesome. Travis um, was great. It's amazing that that video still gets so much burn on Twitter. Yeah. It's like here's an old it's the real in Travis Scott interview and it's just and honestly a lot of people know us from that interview. They're like, "Oh, Travis Scott interview. That's yeah. when I first found you." It's like crazy. Anyway, um I would also say who surprised me? So we had Young Sav and Stevo who are our first friends in this industry. Yep. And usually Stevo is the talkative one, can't get him to shut up, and Sav is like super just like, you know, a couple words. Is the other way around. Other way around. Everything it was like everything reversed on <laughs> as soon as they entered the apartment. You had it was like I I don't even know these guys anymore. I really didn't. <laughs> I was very confused. Um did you have to censor or cut any bits? Yes. yes. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we've had to cut. <laughs> um half the Migos episode, for instance. And that's what we'll say about that. Yeah. Who has been logistically your most difficult guest that you guys have s secured, whether it be for It's the Real Sketches, Indoor Boys Features, or A Waste of Time? This is from Brett Bowers on Facebook, I think. Sure. Yeah. Wow. I, oh, well. Most difficult guest we oh, I know. that we I have mean, secured. Stevie Wonder. That oh, was, that was that the most was, difficult thing, too. Oh, that was crazy how easily it came together. Sort of. It. I don't know. That was a million emails. It was a lot of trying it was they no. literally snuck us backstage because it was like meeting the president yeah so this was down in austin city limits and we had some representative who like refused us refused us refused us even though that the press people were willing to let, let us do the one interview mm -hmm. that stevie was going to do down there yeah and we and our camera guys and the person from austin city limits had to take all of our equipment. We had to like hide in golf carts. Yeah, while we were, like security passed by. It was almost it was, like it was like a cartoon. It was dark. It, like everything was on lockdown. Yeah, and we had to sneak into Stevie's area, and then it was amazing, and it happened. And then Stevie's people were like, "We want to own half of it," and MTV was like, "No," and that interview so never aired. It never aired. But we had we. You can it. check our reel if yeah, you. Yeah, we use our reel. If you get creative, you can see our our reel. Um, I feel like there's other people like. Logistically, uh, going through Jadakiss's 4,000 people on his team. That was one. Uh, I, I mean... Like, he has... What are the names of people in, in Jadakiss's camp? Ice Pick and... Mike L. with the eye patch. Yep. And... Kiwi. Kiwi. Uh, um, oh, I mean, the Max B situation was was a, a long and... Arduous. Arduous process. Yeah. Uh, There's just a bunch. All right. This next one comes from Oh My Gigi, Gigi on Instagram. Um, you ever juju on that beat? Uh, didn't we last night in the Uber on the way to... I mean, no, that we listened to juju on that beat, but have you ever juju Done the on dance? Yeah. No. Have you? Are you doing I'm it right, right now? now. Uh, on fullscreen.com slash is the real? My footwork sucks. I'll say that. Like, what? I can, I can dance. My footwork sucks. What? What, you think that it's good? Yes. No. It's very easy. So the thing is with my body is people get distracted because I'm very tall, so they just look at the top half. I'm not doing anything with my feet. <laughs> I don't do anything. It's a lot of arm movement. I do. I can do the Harlem Shake. Can't do anything with my with my feet. That's I. I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> anyway, she next won. episode is going to be a break dancing. Oh, I can one. do. I can do the intro to break dancing one hundred and one. I can do like the <laughs> next question. <laughs> Can't do any helicopter spins. Why, in your opinion, is there an influx of people replacing the letter? A with the letter V. This comes from Sam Berger. Shout out to Sam Berger, a.k.a. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get this joke. Sam um, will. 
I, I would say ask uh, Casey McAdams. She has a V in her name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. How dare you and who do you think you are? This comes from Brian Reddy. It's, uh, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like Leo or Snapchat. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Who are you and what do you do? Also, shouts to Brian Reddy who asked the question even though he does our artwork. Yeah. Um, all right. And he's also like our very good friend. Yeah. Shouts to Brian anyway. So you know who the fuck we are. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> who... <laughs> Now for a similarly, uh, yeah, just now for a question that's on the very same wavelength. Yes. Who do you want to give the most props to for where you are today? This comes from Chris underscore Mita on Snap. Meta, really. Is it wrong to give ourselves credit? I feel like, honestly, you know. <laughs> uh, I, do you want to be, if we want to be completely 100%, our mom and our dad were a huge reason that we're here by letting us being cre- uh, let us letting us be creative. Yeah, but also I mean like there's so many people who we can give credit to like over the years who and like in, right in this business, Todd Moskowitz, Marsha St. Hubert, Misinfo. Um, I mean just Joey everybody, I. E. like everybody. A lot of a lot of yeah. There, there's there's a lot of people who have uh, right. done, people like, that purchased Day things. Camp. Like even like people who. Like we're the type of guys who honestly appreciate every like, we appreciate every follow, all of that. Like we're we're very much like yo, like you know we fight for every every uh, view that we get. Right. So we really appreciate it. Now, <laughs> which guest would you be most scared of if you saw them in a dark alley? <laughs> <laughs> the guest that we've had. Uh yeah, this is from uh, Jenna Luckman. So this is like you know very much the same as the last question. Uh, who would be? <laughs> who was scary? Who was scary? Um, I don't know. Gunplay likes us. Fat Trail likes us. Yeah. Mano likes us. Should we go like opposite and be like? Yeah, like I bet like Fred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Beat Fred. Beat Fred who went to Exeter. Brendan Frederick at Genius.com is very scary. These next questions come from Combat Jack. Shout out to Combat Jack. Combat Jack, first of all, went in on these questions. How many does he have? He has like four or five. Or let's, let's, let's go. Do, let's in, do a few in quick. Yeah, in yeah. quick order. He said, y'all really pioneered this podcast movement. How does it feel not getting the credit you deserve? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think we pioneered it. Juan Epstein pioneered it. Right. Shout out to Cypher Sounds and Peter Rosenberg. I think we did our part. Yeah. We did our part early. Listen, we, we had... Uh, Combat Jack on our podcast before he had a podcast and yes. that inspired him to have a podcast. So that's so, what he's talking about. So yes, we very much appreciate that that we were able to give him a platform to Also, I appreciate that he brought over donuts. That was really nice of him. And when we had him on our podcast, he yeah. brought over cookies. So that was cool too. So yeah. shout out to Combat Jack, the king of Yeah, but I you know, answer the pastries. Question, does it does it bother you that we are always seemingly ahead? It bothers me that people may not give us the credit that we deserve just overall for the impact that we've had in this culture for the last 10 years. Yes. But it doesn't bother me on an everyday basis. Does it no. bother you? No, of course not. I try not to like listen to the hate and try not to get too high off of the adulation and just like keep it yeah. moving. That's it. I think that we just have fun. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But fuck the haters. Fuck each and every one of you. There's only two. Both of you haters. Yeah. You know who you are. But if you don't have two haters, you ain't popping. That's right. Have you ever loaded up, geeked up to jump into some podcast beef and then thought, nah. You did? Yeah. I was ready to fight with Nori. (laughs) 
Over nothing. Like, Nori likes us. And Nori so, does like us. But he referred to us on his podcast He was as, like, who? The, like, the, 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 the white guys? Yeah. And it's like, you know who we are. Like, yeah. You, Nori's the guy who came over to, our, to do an episode with us when we were doing sketches, like, back in the day. And he was smoking cigarettes on our... Like, uh, at, right outside, like, the front door because yeah. he didn't want to show up here early. Nori's a great dude. Nori's a great guy. I, I, I think that, like, he's just, like, loose with... You know. No, he was being funny, but I was like, do I take this seriously and like make it into a thing? And I said... You said no. No. There's no no reason to do that. It's stupid. Like, whatever. But we would have gotten some followers. <laughs> um, all right. When's the last time any of you swung on someone first? Uh, this is awesome from Combat Jack. Uh, never? Never, yeah. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten into scraps with... Yeah, with different people, but uh, but industry. again, but that's because we didn't swing first, right? Next question. Like that's so. Next question. Okay. Um, I, we get busy in these streets. <laughs> just now. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Okay. I'm nice Eric, with my hands. Yeah. Eric had a glass thrown at his head. He didn't start it. Will y'all ever come on other non-popular podcasts for interviews? LOL. This comes from I am Rels. Uh, I would say yes, because <laughs> no. My thing is, I'm I'm very receptive to meeting people from the internet. Okay, I don't know. Are you? I think if it makes sense, then we would do it. If if it makes sense, yeah. I'm not just saying yes to every person who comes our way and is like, "Hey, I have a SoundCloud account. Will you, you know, help us out in some way?" It has Eric to be the right is situation. more um, afraid to meet people from the internet in a dark alley. Let's just say that, right? Sure. I'm afraid to meet anybody in a dark alley. I'm afraid to be in a dark alley. Next. How can I be down with the team, you know, send out payola and things of that nature? This comes from Jason's vision. How can you be down with the team, send payola? Be our intern, I guess? Yeah. Be better than Dave. Hashtag better, better than, than Dave. Dave. Have y'all ever been scared to do an interview because of extra goons around? This comes from Trav Dave from Ohio. Shouts no. to Ohio. No. I Honestly... Well, you're. Oh, uh, I would say the Max B episode. That, that was, that was like, a little. That was a little dicey. There much. were there were five or six goons like sitting on the wall, just like ice grilling us. Not thrilled that these two guys showed up with a giant Scrabble board to play Scrabble in Max B's apartment with no furniture. I was trying to think about like episodes that we didn't air in the middle of the of Bronx, like, and we thought we were gonna die. Episodes that we didn't air of like the interviews, and I know there is one. And I now wanna, he's in jail. And I'm sure he's coming out soon, but it was still a bummer. I don't want to talk about this certain uh, incident that we had, but uh, I was not scared. I was just annoyed by someone who didn't have a career. So I don't know if I'm even answering the question. Wait, right. who was that? No, I mean, like, just like be more specific. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Like, that was, like, stupid. No, whatever. What is the best and worst interviews you've done and why? This comes from the Mr. Wavy mm. on Instagram. The best interview. Okay. We might. I'm sure we have different I'm ideas. sure we do. The Mike Posner episode was phenomenal. The yeah. Mano episode was phenomenal. The Sycamore episode was phenomenal. But what do you like about it? I like the journeys that they take us on. And everyone has their own story. There was, a, okay. There was a, there was a thought that when we started this podcast, this is... Should I just give this idea away? I, I suppose. Why not? Whatever. Good luck to you if you do it. When we were selling this podcast, I was like, what if? Because everybody has a story, but not everyone has access to a great platform to put themselves out there. So I was like, what if we take people that we went to high school with from like 10 years ago 
and brought them on the podcast and just interviewed them. Like, honestly, people who are not well-known, not in the industry, just somebody. Like, hey, we didn't really know each other in high school, but what's your story? And I'm sure they probably would have had a great and fascinating story. Mm -hmm. It might not have been the best way to sell a podcast, which is why we didn't do it. And clearly, we're having success with that. But I love a person's journey from their simple beginnings to wherever they are today. You can have kids. You can have a lot of travel under your belt. You can have a crazy career where you've sold millions of records. But everyone, you know, has some type of story. And I'm glad that we've got a bunch of fascinating ones under our belt. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, My favorite ones, I think, are... I never really to think about this. Um, I hope I hope people like appreciate them as much as we do. That it's not like, oh, you didn't do this, or I wish you had one that was more like this. It's like I don't know. Like we don't go in planning to have a certain type of interview every time. No, well, we don't. We don't go in planning anything. Right. The only thing that we know is our AKAs, and I don't even know yours. Sometimes, yeah. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So we just try to to do that and see how it goes. Um. Any I think any good ones that stick out? Dave East was really good. But that's a really good journey also. I just think he's really funny. Yeah. Um, who else was really good? I like Bun B. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch. Yeah. As content creators, how necessary is it for you to stay up on the latest uh, social media visual platform, i.e. how big is this impetus to make like a Periscope? None. Right. I, <laughs> I think it's very important to stay up on what's going on. Yeah. I think the more timely and more heady stuff that we can figure out, but the we're better. not like you know joining every single social media app that comes out there, and it's like, oh, I need to claim my name on like Zoink or whatever. <laughs> like, got to squat in that because what if everybody gets on <laughs> hashtag squat on Zoink? <laughs> uh, what was that one that like was around for like a week? Oh, it, pink it was like or something, or it was it was like a really pared down Facebook. Or, or was it pear? No. No, it was a. It was You're a, just saying words. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> it was a color or a fruit or a, a like a color fruit, like a like a fruit color toaster. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah, right. toaster with no e. <laughs> yeah. Has the comedian angle of your work made it hard for you to be taken seriously in certain circles? Yeah. No. Here's something I'd like to talk about. Shout out to the camera. <laughs> By the way, this is Brendan Pallet. The other one was Brendan Pallet too. Okay. Yeah. We had a meeting yesterday with somebody that we like a lot. But he couldn't quite grasp what we were doing with the music. And it's like, just enjoy it for what it is. Like, yes, our stuff is smart. Our stuff is heady. Our stuff is funny. But it doesn't need to fit in, like, one of those categories. It could be, like, all three. And the greatest thing is when people get what we're doing and can help us get to that next level, which we have going on right now. Right. So the plans for touring and the TV show and the live performances and the podcast and everything that works together, when you have people on your team who understand what you're trying to do and where you go with it, it's a lot more helpful than, like, say, in the past five years ago when we had different management and we tried to sell a TV show and they were just like, where's the funny? So if you have people who speak your language and people who understand what the vision is, it's a lot easier to go forward and feel good about what you're doing. If you have people who don't understand that, you feel like you're an idiot. And I know, we sat down with Greg Mayo who produces all of our music and we were we were fine tuning some stuff off of our, our upcoming project which is called Teddy Bear Fresh. And I just sat there and I was like, you know what? A- a- apropos of nothing, I was just like, I love making music. And that should be the bottom line. Like who cares where it fits or like what Teddy Bear Fresh means or whatever. But I also whatever. think like, 
people seem to think that we exist so far outside of the norm. Like, oh my god, like, what is this? Yeah, and it's right. like, but there's there's funny rappers everywhere. Like, Two Chains is a funny rapper, right? Like, Cameron is a funny rapper. Like, why can't we fit in? In that world. Yeah, why is it like... And by the way, when people hear the new music and they hear who's on it, it'll make a lot more sense. Like, sometimes it's just you need to put the stuff out there and have people be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Rather than hear it in a closed room in different circumstances. That being said, a lot of people get it. So, shouts to us. Yeah. Dave Um, Matthews bands on YouTube and SoundCloud right now. Also from Brendan Pallet on Facebook, what was the best advice you received in your career and from who? Hoping this answer is from Lior Cohen. (laughs) Uh, I feel like the best advice I got was from dad who said, uh, always walk in a room like you own the place. Correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I take it to heart, but uh, it's good advice. I think, I yeah, that would be the best advice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Davey in the cut on Snapchat says, has anyone been offended by your AKAs or gunshots? Ebro. Uh, yeah, Ebro. <laughs> Um, Ebro Ebro did not have a good sense of humor about it Ebro is a, a, a wonderful human being Yeah But because he plays a certain position in this business And this culture He feels like he had to make it very clear When he sat down with us He's like Now the gunshots They're not real guns right And it's, and like, it's like No we're using our fingers and you're next to us Right Yeah. This is It's we take tropes like you know us so well. Yeah, you don't need to do this anyway. But, you know, he's like the uh, the industry police officer. That's right. Funniest rap verse ever. This comes from Talibani. Funniest rap verse ever. I, I was listening to some Redman today. Yeah, and he goes, "If you a fat bitch getting your fuck on tonight, <laughs> go ooh ooh ooh." <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, that's so funny." And then also, if you never been stabbed or shot, real people say. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, Redman... Redman's really, really I'm funny. I'm sure Redman has, like, probably the funniest verses. Um, or, like, a Cameron verse. Two Chains is really, really funny. Yeah. Really smart. Cam. Kanye has some really, really funny stuff. Yeah. Some really smart stuff, like, comedically. Um, God. What's the funniest verse? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Not one of ours. <laughs> it's one of theirs. Who's a guest that we could never get? We tried, but oh. we, we couldn't. Oh, I mean, well, Lior. Lior was a bummer. Oh, I mean. We, we tried really, really hard to get Lior, and uh, Rap Radar beat us out. Rap Radar beat us out for um, hip-hop. hip-hop. Um, so like, shouts to Elliot Wilson and Dot for in, getting those guys. In my head, I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. Like, sorry for all the listeners and the viewers who, you know, really appreciate our podcast and our conversations with our guests. But when hip hop came over here on New Year's Eve to hang out for six and a half hours and we just gained all that knowledge and it's a real friendship where we didn't need to bug him until he came on the podcast. That meant more to me than what a podcast would would be I think I would have loved a podcast with hip hop. I'm sorry. I'm 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 not sorry. Like I, you know, six and a half hours. Six and a half hours of hip hop on. Can't New Year's take that Eve. away from me. That was amazing, and he he told some crazy things. But He's, yeah, that's unfortunately. That's just for us guys. Well, don't make it like that. It's, it. It's just for us. That's no. Sorry. We'll tell you everything. <laughs> what made two Jewish kids from the Upper West Side fall in love with this culture called hip-hop? Hashtag nah, for real, for real. This mm-hmm. comes from 
some name I cannot say. It's D E underscore N and comparable in uh fiction name. I don't know. I mean, we grew up in the right time where where hip hop was the coolest thing where the words really spoke to us, where the rhythm spoke to us, where the the personality spoke to us and this is way before it was like everything for pop culture. Yeah, what was your first uh rap? I mean, we've album? Uh, we've we've spoken about this. Yeah. I mean, it, it might have been like MC Hammer like way back uh Dan you know, had boom, shake, shake, shake the room. You you grow up on like you know DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah. You grow up on like different different things, and and then and then you find your way, and you find your artist, and it, it's un- shout out to the person who asked that question. But like that, it's sort of like antiquated yeah. at this point. Like I don't know, it's it was like everything. Can we get an Andrew Schultz episode ever? Hashtag or uh, this is from Flaco Blanco. Okay, maybe. We haven't asked him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My thing is, I don't know much about him, but I Correct. disagree with him on everything. <laughs> so, so that'd be an interesting conversation. It would be me being like, yo, you just say things and I don't even know if you believe them. R- yeah. But I, I honestly don't know much about him. So I'm not, I, I, I don't know. I've not thought about inviting him. That's <laughs> all I'll say. Which currently popular non-hip-hop songs, like Radio Top 40, do you hate or love? This comes from Emilio Estevez. Emily O. Estevez, excuse me. Yeah, On Her name is Emily. It really is. Emily O. Estevez. Shout out to her. Yeah, she's from Again, a a long-time proponent of what we do, and we appreciate her. Not only of us, she also loves Nick Jonas. Okay, well, (laughs) cool. (laughs) That's that's what she wants us to Uh, talk about. She wants to talk about Nick Jonas. It's not Nick Jonas, Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the two songs that are very pop forward, uh, very pop chart, top 40-ish songs that I love right now. Mm-hmm. Bruno Mars, 24 Karat Magic. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Uh, and uh, Starboy by... Um, the Weeknd. The Weeknd and Daft Punk. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Yeah. You, you Great music. A lot. I do. You also were playing R. Kelly today. A I lot love of, A lot of B-sides. I love R. Kelly music. Yeah. Um, I... All right, so we went. Oh, to he's this. A, wait. He has a Christmas album coming up, right? Who? R. Kelly does. Oh my god! I thought you said like the weekend. I no, was like, no, what? No. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> look forward to that. Um, okay, we went to a bar uh, Halloween weekend. Yes. And it was this awful Upper East Side bar where it's just like the dregs of society. Correct. Like our friends like going to the worst bars because like it's funny. I think. Um, and we first of all almost got our friends almost got in a fight. Well, these things happen. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway. We didn't throw the first punch. Yeah. We Whoa. did not throw the first punch. Right. Anyway. I was like, well. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, they played this Britney Spears song, and I was like re- weirdly into it. Oh, I. The one with uh, G-Eazy. Now, I don't like G-Eazy <laughs> yeah. on it, but I'm sure. But like the Britney song, I was like, okay, this is like a cool song. So, also, I hate the Chainsmokers. So I do not like that Britney Spears and Jeezy song. Yo, I was so shocked. I was like, is this is this a banger? You are on your island alone. You you're just Yeah. You th- you think about that. Yeah. Just existential dread for the next 10 minutes. What's next? All right. This comes from Estelle. Yep. Shout out to Estelle. What other creative ventures would you like to get into? Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most creative. <laughs> Shout out to the White Horse. Yeah. Bump, bump, bump. 
Yep. Uh, creative endeavors. Um, I don't know. Like sometimes when you listen to like a Kanye song and he's talking about how he wants to design hotels and you know theme parks or whatever else, it's just like I could do that. He's, no, it's it's oh. the opposite. It's just like he's way beyond me. You know, oh, I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, like no, I, yeah, no. I like, like I'm not. I'm not here to design furniture. <laughs> yeah. I'm not here to you know. Uh, I don't know if I can learn another language. I'm sort of like, I feel at some point my brain is tapped out, but there are different things within the world that we live in that I feel uh, I would be good at, you would be good at. Mm -hmm. I think there's lots of opportunities. We have a book idea. We do, actually. Yeah. We're not going to tell everyone right now. And also our management and agents were just like... Well, because, okay, so we have like four different projects that we're juggling right now. Right. TV, music, touring, podcast merch on the way yeah it's a lot of stuff and so we were like hey in the middle of all this we're like hey i know we just sold the tv show (laughs) and while we're waiting for like that to actually like you know go into action we have a book idea and our manager hits us back with the quickness like what the fuck are you talking about do not do a book yeah you have no time (laughs) we're like it's a great idea though right and they're just like Let's, like, let's concentrate just, on the other million things that you guys yeah, are doing right now. Yeah, just go away. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, we have a book idea. <laughs> Look out for that. Uh, in stores. Fall 2017. Yeah. Well, that's ambitious. Sure. All right. What was it like working with Bun B? How did that connection come to have him in a music video? Okay. Uh, here's the real quick that version. at comes from here on Snapchat. Here's the real quick version of that. We met Bun B in 2007 or eight. He was a fan of our sketches. We met Jeff Sledge the same time as we met. Well, in that Bun meeting, B. in that I mean, meeting, what yeah. we were filming. I mean, uh, Bun wanted to do a sketch with us. It turned out great. He was a fan of ours. Very, very forward-thinking guy. Um, he understood the internet before a lot of rappers did. He understood social media before a lot of rappers did. He knew what he wanted, and he wanted to work with us, which was very flattering. And he right. was the first person to really co-sign us. So that meant a lot. Then we had a podcast that he was one of the first guests on. That was a great co-sign. Everything that Bun did for us was very meaningful. And then when it came time to do music, we needed someone who had a great sense of humor, someone who could lend a great co-sign to us right and we sent a song to him called girls of the dirty souths he immediately was like i'm with it let me just turn this around real quick called us to be like does this sound cool sent us the verse and we were like this is life-changing mm-hmm. and it it really was amazing and then to go down for him to be willing to drive outside of houston wherever it was to this farm to shoot this video where we are the three world's worst landscapers because we salute those women who let the bush grow was not only gutsy and and well he kept saying like you guys are going to end my career <laughs> yeah but like that was his whole thing he right was, like, every single even thing when we do. flew him up here for the yolono tour right he was like I'm glad that my career is not ended because of this. Yeah. And I think he understands what, you know, this this could do in terms of, like, getting him past certain uh, places in this in this world. Right. Um, also, I mean, like, you know, he called me after I got off the Rihanna plane um, just to make sure I was okay. And he also wanted to hear everything that went on. Well, on yeah. That. That, all that to say he's a friend of ours yeah. and we can have nice phone calls with him. But that cosign... <clears throat> Really did mean a lot to us. Yeah. And his verse is killer and great song, great video. Shout if out to If you ever want to hear Bun B rapping about women's pubic options. Girls with the Dirty South. We, we made that happen. Also. For you. Can we just say that 
we shot this video and we had all this Toro lawn care equipment in it yeah. with our logos right there, right next to women's pubic options. Yeah. And uh, they and didn't like Toro that. Toro sent a little, a light C and D, a yeah. little, little cease and desist letter saying, hey, keep our logo out of this. Yeah. Can I go back and answer a question from before where they said, um, they asked, what rapper would you be afraid to meet in a... Uh, in a dark alley? Yeah. Are you talking about Toro's lawyers? I would, yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. So we had to take down the video. It had 100,000 something views in, in a like week. a minute, yeah. And uh, we lost every single one of those views. So we're up to a strong 4,000, maybe? Something like that? Yeah. Well, we also, like, we could have kept, like, promoting it. Yeah. But, but in any event, yeah. Anyway. Fuck you, Toro. See my hands. Yeah. Um, so that was the last question that we got from the internet. Okay. We also have three cameramen here. I don't know if you guys have any questions. I'm not you, yeah, you, you've been around for a while. Any yeah. any questions if you've been you're meaning ever, to like, ask? Wondering like, what are you guys doing in life? <laughs> <laughs> then now's the time to bring yeah, it now's up. Now's the time to. This talk is like about an it. HR meeting. Like any problems, guys? Just yeah. Be, be honest and vulnerable. What's like the biggest lie you guys ever have to tell to like get an interview, or to get, or to get backstage? Yeah. To, well. To get access. Okay. So what's the biggest? Ramel asked what the biggest lie we've told to either get backstage or get access to a an interview. I can think of one in particular, but generally, I we like to think of all this as a Ponzi scheme. You have to start from somewhere, right? So it's just like, well, we have this, and this person's in, so would you be willing to, to get into? But I would say, when we were down for Austin City Limits, that same uh, time that we uh, were yeah. trying to interview Stevie Wonder, we showed up. Let's end on this story, Okay. You want to do that? Okay. So we go down to Austin City Limits, and we are working for MTV.com. There's a certain vertical in the MTV family called MTV Clutch, which was later turned into... Guy Code. MTV Guy Code's website. Yeah. And so we go down there. And they immediately welcome us in because, like, we're in this tent or whatever. And they're like, oh, here's the MTV area. And we're like, great. So yeah. we're, we're, we're MTV. Good. Let's sit you know. down at, at, the, at the MTV desk, at the yeah. MTV tent, in the, in the press area. And, like, by the way, what do we know? We're, like, MTV. We're, so, yeah, we're there. We're on assignment. We're early. And it's cool. And the checks say MTV. Yeah. So we are standing there. And they immediately come over. And they say, oh, so um, we're going to be bringing by a Coldplay. Yeah, so um, for at 2 o'clock. For your guys' Coldplay interview, we'll come and get you, and we'll bring you to their area. And we go, uh-huh. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Let's 2 o'clock. 2 here. o'clock. We'll, you know what? We'll be there at one fifty-five. Yeah. They're like, great. We'll see you here, MTV. We're like, mm-hmm, MTV. Yep. That's right. And so they go away, and we're just like, uh, we need questions for Coldplay <laughs> right, right now, because like all of our MTV interviews were like so scripted on our end. Yeah, because uh, like, we had we had four questions and we would write everything out. We needed AKAs. We, we need, need all to have stuff. this finishing question that we needed to be smarter than what they expected. And again, we'd interviewed a lot of fun, interesting, up and coming people. We've never at that point interviewed someone uh, like Chris Martin or Coldplay. So yeah. we, we wanted to really like make a dent here. Yeah. And so. We, we, like, rush, we're, like, you know, literally writing out these questions, and it's raining, by the way, and we're, like, you know, just avoiding raindrops in also, this tent. Also, I had a side-scroll BlackBerry at the time, oh, right. which and it broke. the side-scroll didn't work anymore, yeah. so that, because you couldn't click, oh, no, I guess the scroll worked, but you couldn't actually click on it anymore, so I couldn't select anything, so all it was was a fat cell phone that could make calls 
and receive emails. I couldn't like write emails. I couldn't right. type. It was just a bad situation. So I'm trying to like handwrite stuff. Yeah. We're trying to like come up with clever stuff. Anyway, 155 comes around and we are in the designated area. We are so ready for this Coldplay interview that we never knew was going to happen. And right before the designated people show up to take us to Coldplay to like live this journalistic dream. Actual MTV comes in with their like real cameras. MTV and stuff. News, yeah, yeah, and they're just like, uh, "Yes, we're here to interview Coldplay." And we're like, and so we try and tag along behind them because we're like, "Oh yeah, we're all MTV." It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> and and by the way, those MTV News people were just like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And we're just like, "Right, yeah, 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 everything's cool." Yeah, and then they went into the the like well, VIP they, section well, no, or whatever backstage. They they started to take us in, and they were just like, "Yeah, us three. Not, not not them. So not, like, not him. <laughs> not him. Not the camera guys. They stay here, and we're like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah, we tried to cheat our way into this. Fuck you for calling us out. Yeah, we should have had an extra half hour interview with Coldplay. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, I've I've definitely lied to get into shows by saying that I'm basically any Jew, like Peter Rosenberg, <laughs> um, Andy Samberg. No, yeah, like no. Peter Rosenberg, Paul Rosenberg, any of the Rosenbergs, I am I am you. Also, for the record, Paul Rosenberg is a gigantic like refrigerator with a head, bald, huge beard, Eminem's manager. Doesn't look like this guy. No, uh, I look Peter like Jeff Rosen- Goldblum. Peter Rosenberg is a short, bald, you know, like a uh, college refrigerator with a head. Uh he doesn't look like this either. So, no. uh Shout out to everybody who let you in as a Rosenberg. Yeah, I mean Highline Ballroom. And the greatest, the greatest compliment is that we went to a Cameron show at BB King's a uh, couple months ago, mm-hmm. and the people at the at the uh, ticket counter were oh, like, right. "This." They're like, "Oh, you guys are really Eric and Jeff Rosenthal because we already let them in." And we're like, "That's the greatest compliment." Of yeah, some people were trying to fake being us. So, so anyway, shout good. out to Peter and Paul Rosenberg who came into. Th- BB King's C Cameron acting as us. Right. So, yeah. anyway, good work on the first year and a half of this. Yep. That's what we're celebrating. Listen, we didn't get a guest this week. We got a, we got a guest coming in next week. We do. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode of Waste of Time with It's the Real Jeff. If people want to find out more about us, if people want to find out more about this podcast, if people are interested in whatever it is that we do every week, where can they go to find us? You can always find us at the grocery store. Yeah. We are there probably yucking it up with Homer and Chris and Jorge and uh, who else? Omar yep. and I don't know. I, I have a, honestly too many friends at the grocery store. You have a Shout lot of friends? All of them. Are yeah. you Facebook friends with any of them? Yeah. I'm, I'm oh my God. Homer. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, so find us at the grocery store. Find us at the grocery store. We're always there. We are offline. We're online at the grocery store. We are offline. Yes. Uh, you can also find us at soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. That's where all of our episodes stream. You can go to iTunes and search for a waste of time with the real. We are also on fullscreen.com slash it's the real. And also, you can watch all of our episodes there. That's a really cool thing. You can watch them a week early. You see all these amazing episodes. You know which one we never shout out, and I always like people to see it, but. is the Director X one, formerly known as Little X, the yes. music video and television director. Great episode, and we never talk about it. But you know should- what? He lives in Canada, and Director X, please, please, please shelter us from this coming storm. I will happily live in your basement 
if people are looking for us on social media, where can they go? Well, now I'm going to be in Canada. Okay, so yeah, Facebook.ca. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, no, you can always go to Facebook.com slash It's The Real. You can go to Instagram slash It's The Real. Uh, Twitter, It's The Real. Uh, where am I? I was missing. Snapchat. Snapchat. We're yeah. on Snapchat sometimes. Yep. Um, I'm it's, it's The Real. You're It's The Real, Eric, because right. It's The Real was taken. Fuck whoever took It's The Real on Snapchat. Listen, this train does not stop moving and we got to tell all the people all the passengers about a waste of time with it's the real jeff which friends do you want to tell to get on these rails i want to shout out my facebook wife aura harewood out in la yeah um, shout out to aura she has the best hair we've also known her for man going on a decade yeah i've been she's, married to her for almost a decade she's been in this she's been in this business uh, a long time and done a lot of great things. What a what a great person! A solid, smart, funny, great person. It's my Facebook wife, Layoff. That's right. You wouldn't you wouldn't marry anyone who is less than Aura. I would like to shout out Jeff, our friend Jordan Woloski, because wow. last week, last week I shut it down. I said, Yo, Brandon Pearson. You know I'm gonna shut up the music right now too. Can you help me out with some bombs? Mm-hmm. Brandon Hairston. I talked about last week the fact that you stole our camera. You gave us that camera in the first place. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Is the bomb not working? <laughs> We took that camera and took pictures with it. Boom! <laughs> you said you were going to get it developed and you never returned it to us. Wait, that and, was a good one. And what I said last week was that you should find Sam Berger and Casey McAdams and Stephen Barnett and give them that camera. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I forgot about our dude... Jordan <laughs> Woloski. Shout out to Jordan Woloski. Go mail that camera to him. You know, turn that turn that music back on. Jeff, another good episode from our end. Uh, would you like to do the next one? Yeah. All right. We'll see you then.